0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the to do list. So, this week we're doing something a little bit different, and it's a new series that we're doing where we go to a different area in New York City and basically spend some time there and kind of get a feel of that neighborhood. So, the first one that we visit is Brighton Beach in Brooklyn, for those who don't know where it is, if you're not from New York City. And we've both been there before. But we decided to go back with a list of things to do to really get a feel of the neighborhood and you know i have to say actually it was a really fun little project and i'm really looking forward to doing more so with that here we go
1: hi this is noah
0: hey this is camberley and this is the to list.
1: list so this week is the beginning of what we believe will be a recurring series it is basically visiting different neighborhoods in New York City. Woo-hoo. Yay! <laughs> that that was a woohoo. That was a woohoo. Hey, it's been
0: a long week.
1: <laughs> when, when, yeah, when we recorded this, it's, it's, it's been a day.
0: But beyond that,
1: beyond that, we felt as though it's kind of interesting in New York City, there are so many different neighborhoods and so many places to explore that are right there at your feet. Uh, And I feel like lockdown has given us an opportunity to do that. It's kind of like when you're not in lockdown, you're like, oh, I don't have time to do all this. But now that we are in lockdown, now we have time to do this, but some things are shut down. So some things are open, but it's kind of a sticky little situation. So anyway, we decided to start out our tour of New York, as it were, as different neighborhoods. We thought about doing this as, oh, what's at this subway stop? But we decided a little bit against that because there are certain neighborhoods where there's three or four subway stops within that neighborhood. So we decided to do explorations of neighborhoods and we decided to start out in Brooklyn because that's close to where we're at. And to be be fair, neither one of... Well, I'm sorry. I have not been to Manhattan since March. What about you?
0: Uh, I recently had to go in last week or two weeks ago Due to something coming up, but I took a car service, I did not go on that nasty subway. But they
1: made you do it. They made you do it. They twisted your arm. They basically forced
0: you. No, I mean I didn't have to. I chose to, and I got a car service, so I did it.
1: (laughs) But that being said, neither one of us has been frequenting Manhattan. I'll say frequent, because that was your first time in Manhattan. Exactly. That being said, we haven't really explored Manhattan. We're starting out with Brooklyn because it's not too far. Bit of a jump, and we feel like this neighborhood deserved some exploring. So we started out this series with
0: Brighton Beach. Yes, yes, we did, and here's the thing: I mean, we both like Brighton Beach, and that it's kind of a nice, you know, when you're in Brooklyn and you want to get away, it's a nice little place to go and enjoy the beach. The beach is there, and it, it, it's on the boardwalk, so you keep walking, and then it connects to Coney Island. And who doesn't want to go to Coney Island, right? So, um, that's what I, I... I don't know. It's just... It's a beach. <laughs> it's, just, it's, it's more not, than a beach. It's it, more than just a beach, but it, what I'm saying is, for me, when it gets hot, you kind of want to go hang out on the beach. And I don't do it during the day, because I am really fair, and I would ignite... But what I do love to do is go there in like the evening when the sun is going down and just walk a little bit through the evening when it cools off a little bit, enjoy the sunset, enjoy the boardwalk. And so it's, it's a very popular place, especially during the summer. In fact, during the summer when you take the Q train, which is what's attached to it, um, it's the local, it can get really crazy. The
1: bee can get crazy too,
0: uh, but usually because the bee doesn't run on the weekend, the queue can true. be insane. <laughs> so it, it's very popular, but it's it's. As Noah was saying, it's more than just a beach. It
1: is. I'm still stuck on you igniting. Is this like a twilight situation where you glimmer or you're a vampire? How does that oh, work? No, I
0: not That, I wouldn't know because that is not on my to-do list. Oh, no. I have it's... never read, nor have I seen those movies, nor have I an interest. When most people think of Brighton Beach, <laughs> they think... <laughs> Back on topic. Going to the beach. Yay! And that's what most people do, but... Why we wanted to go was because beach time's pretty much over, but you still see the beautiful sunsets, and we're like, there's more. And what's interesting about Brighton Beach is it actually has a very interesting history in that it's kind of evolved over time. Originally, um, I, I guess it was Neil Simon who wrote, like, the Brighton, X, beach, Brighton beach, Memoirs. beach Memoirs, which was more of Italian Jewish at the time. Um, a little bit more old school, you know, New York. And then with the fall of the USSR... Um there were a lot of people leaving of course the USSR and a lot of them came to the US and settled in Brighton Beach along with people from the Ukraine well the Ukraine was part but you know what I mean so I people don't. from these these regions but out here a lot of the people are from Ukraine and from Russia in other countries as well. I
1: think Camberley makes that specification. Now I'm not thinking of Twilight or Glimmering. Now I'm thinking about that Seinfeld episode where they were on the subway and they said the Ukraine is weak because they they're playing Risk on the subway. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. and I think Camberley makes a distinction because there is a certain sense of pride Absolutely. between Absolutely. the Russians and the Ukrainians. And I, I, I would venture to say we've learned through our experience at Brighton Beach and beyond, just yeah. living in New York in general, it's usually not a good idea to call a Russian-Ukrainian and vice versa.
0: Exactly. Everybody has their own little identity. And it's funny because we take a lot of cabs because we live in Brooklyn to go to the airport, and sometimes you will get Ukrainian or Russian drivers. And, you know, they will have a flag <laughs> in their window. They want you to know, I'm Ukrainian. And that happens a lot. It's usually the Ukrainians going, no, 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 Ukrainian. So it just is people who are have that background. You know, the USSR days... Now they're living their own, you know, separate identity. So that being said, they do have a very similar culture in a lot of ways. And they live together happily in Brighton Beach. (laughs) And because of this, it's like, okay, there's more to Brighton Beach than beach. It's in the name, but there's more. And so we were like, let's just walk around. And because we've been there so many times, I was like, what what are we really going to do? We had a list of things, but we're like, this will be no time at all. Because it's basically like, grab a Starbucks, walk Mm -hmm. on the boardwalk, go to Coney Island you know, return. So (laughs) we decided we were going to come up with a list and just enjoy the day there. Well,
1: we actually each came up with a list. I I, I didn't basically tell Kimberly where I wanted Uh to go and she didn't tell me any of hers. So before we ventured out to little Odessa as Brighton Beach is called in some circles, we, we basically uh, made it a point to try to explore things that we hadn't done in the past Uh, those people who have not been to Brighton Beach, it it is... And I think this is part of the reason why we chose it. Besides, it's in Brooklyn. But it's like a little bit of a cultural immersion there are signs in russian yeah. there are people i i think you would when we were doing it you would mention the people selling their wares on the streets like. oh
0: what's interesting okay here's the thing it's kind of like if you've been to Flushing, if you're a new yorker you probably have at one time or the other when you go there it's very much like chinese there's some korean there's there you know it's very much when i came off the first time when i first moved here it was like being in a different country that's kind of what this is Um, So it has a different feel to it. What I will say about Brighton is it's very gritty. It's what I consider old school New York. So if you've seen Saturday Night Fever, um, even though that was Bay Ridge, it has that dirty kind of old school feel. And that's not a slam. I actually find it refreshing because in a lot of ways New York has become very Disneyland. And this brings it back to old school. So when you get off the subway, it's an old, old station. the tracks run across the street, so uh, like following the street. So every time you're on the sidewalks on either side of the main drag, the subway's right above you. And so the subway's going to start rattling above you every five to ten minutes. And so if you're having a conversation, it's going to be challenging. It's gritty. It's it's old school New York with a little flair of, um, you know, Russian Ukraine.
1: It, it's it's unique. Yes. I, you say old school. I think. At one point, I had said if I ever needed to live in a neighborhood, I would actually consider Brighton Beach because it it, it's it's got some pizzazz to it, I guess. Personality, man. But I also feel (laughs) as though when you say gritty, yeah, that's a word because gritty Uh, because they don't necessarily have like high rises or or new new buildings you can tell those buildings have been there a while and there's
0: one that's new
1: one one (laughs) yeah well i also feel as though the residents may have quote-unquote been there a while or at least one of their relatives have been there a while um it's 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 not necessarily the most when people go, like, yeah, I want to go to New York, and yeah, I want to do hip <laughs> and the, cool. Uh,
0: you know, west side stuff. Well, those are older buildings, too, but it's not... Well,
1: hip and cool is subjective. I would argue that Brighton Beach is its own kind of cool. It because, is. Because I don't think they care it's if they're kitschy. cool. I don't oh, think they care.
0: It's kitschy as hell, and that's what I love about it. And here's the thing. We got off the subway. We know. We know where we're going. So, But we didn't go to Starbucks. No, no we did we not. We said, screw you, Starbucks. And um, we hit the street, and the first thing that I noticed was that there were a lot of people selling their wares, and um, it was actually a nice cross culture of people, though. Um, but um, wasn't just Russian-Ukrainian there, you know? There was all kinds of people there. But what I did notice was there was the love of not having a permit. <laughs> A lot of these people, you know, I didn't
1: see you ask a single person if they had their permit. Well,
0: I don't care. Personally, I don't care. Do whatever. Yeah, but <laughs> how do you know they didn't have a because permit? Because usually when you have a blanket on the ground with DVDs or something on it, what they do, because I've seen this happen at Times Square, is as soon as the popo comes up, they grab it and run. There's somebody like sends a warning sign, I love New York for this stuff. Like people are on the outlook. It's like because you're gonna get busted for selling churros and crap on the damn tracks. I understand why to a degree, but I just don't. Have like they ever it.
1: busted a churro lady? Yeah, they did.
0: It was in the news, like oh, uh, okay. about six months ago, because she didn't have. It was a health code violation. I've
1: seen the people running, but usually it's illegal handbags. That's illegal. <laughs> you get the point. Of those are the ones handbags. I've seen running, but it's not at Brighton Beach. I didn't see any no, of that. No, no,
0: but it's just funny because the New Yorkers are like yeah. <laughs> who are listening to this, and everybody else is like, "What? Yeah, people put things on sheets or blankets, and then it's they, like a picnic
1: blanket. Yeah. It's literally like a picnic yeah, blanket.
0: Yeah, and when a signal comes from it, a buddy, or if they sniff the popo, come and everybody grabs the bag and runs out the it's other a side. Fake
1: Prada picnic, it's, a fake Gucci picnic. So, it's it's fake, just the, fake picnic. But there, this there has nothing would, to do with Prada. No, it Beach. does because well. there were a
0: few of those on the street, which made me what smile. Prada? Not Prada, but their own little products. Clothing, little things, whatever. It doesn't have to be bags, but all I had to... Okay. I looked and I loved.
1: I I wasn't noticing all that. What I was noticing when he got off the subway is I was noticing the fashion. Can we just say that there is, there is a definite... And I think this goes into some a purchase that was made later in our actual mm-hmm. travels in Brighton Beach. But when I was younger, when I was a boy, I, I used to like shiny and kind of gaudy things. And, and I bought my mom some earrings at one point, and they were shiny. And my mom doesn't like shiny, she doesn't like sparkly, but I like them. And so that was my version of getting her something nice. That being said, mm-hmm. Brighton Beach is what, like... Twelve or eleven or nine year old me would have been all about. There's a lot of shiny, a There's lot of a flashy, flashy, a lot of animal print. There gold lame is back, fur is back. There is a lot. it's no,
0: a-, a lot of the people weren't wearing that because I mean, it wasn't so winter was. yet. I've been there in winter. Part of it is, I think. Though we did see some They really. Which one? It. Later on, I don't want to give spoilers, but when we ate dinner, like oh, a yes, woman yes, yes, yes. came out uh, on the boardwalk wearing a really short black dress, and it's kind of like it's. We're eating at regular dinner. They tend—it's an event a lot of the time.
1: So that being said, we're walking down Brighton Beach uh, Avenue, and I knew exactly where I wanted to go, and I had read about this place. And I'm like, okay, if I'm going to do something that is unique and something that you don't necessarily always get in your shopping experiences, I'm going to get something unique. And so I wanted to go to the Saint Petersburg bookstore
0: funny thing about this what's funny about that <laughs> when we walked down the street you can't miss this place it is a big yellow awning with black lettering and i saw it not knowing that this is where he wanted to go and i saw this and i go whoa look at this i've never seen this before this is amazing look at this and i was taking pictures and you're like yeah that's where i wanted to go and uh, then we went <laughs> I
1: well, <laughs> uh, we went. I had to turn your twist your arm a little bit to get you in there. Because you were going to wait for me Originally, outside. I she was be...
0: going to wait outside. Why?
1: Yes. I don't understand. I don't know
0: why. I just was like, okay. I thought it would be a quick trip and then we'd be done. So I was like, yeah. I'll just wait for him. And then I realized that was just kind of dumb. The whole point of going to Brighton Beach was to go to Brighton Beach and experience it. So I'm like, I'm being a killjoy. So I got my fanny into that store.
1: I understand. Yeah, and, and basically what St. Petersburg Bookstore, it's more than just books. Yes. It's apparently the extension of St. Petersburg Global Trade House, which is the largest Russian gift seller in North America. They purchased their products directly from the manufacturers, so they cut out the middlemen. So apparently they feel they're able to give quality goods at competitive prices because they've cut out the middlemen.
0: Oh, it's so much more than a bookstore. (laughs) Yes. So when you go in, I mean, yes, there there are books in it. Um, Most of them are in um, Russian, but there is a section for English. It's mostly for like educational purposes and things. Um, What I liked about it is there's a lot of gifts in there as well. Um like if you're from the you know Russia and you're missing home a little bit they have wares toys you know household goods nesting things. dolls yeah nesting <laughs> dolls and the lacquer Russian lacquer uh, boxes things that'll make you go yeah you know this makes me feel at home if you're from those countries and the best part is if you just love Russian culture and you want to collect some of these items it's right there they also have a website where you can go on to and have it shipped to you as well but, you know, it's there. If you're there, why not go check it out?
1: That website is www.stpgoods.com. Yep. Ironic. I'm actually looking at their catalog right now. I grabbed one on my way out. Um, they also had t-shirts that I found interesting. They were poking fun at themselves to a degree because they had a Russian Big Mac, which was Pieces of bread with different color of caviar in the middle. So I
0: (laughs) caviar is very big there. They're very proud of that. They they were there,
1: yes. Yes. So uh, they had posters in Russian. It was it was. uh,
0: Uh, I'm glad we went. It It was no, it was pretty cool. They also had a lot of wares, and there was actually something that interested a couple things that interested me. They have like uh, I didn't know this was a thing. uh, Enamel pots. And they're just really beautiful. <laughs> they're really just beautiful designs on the outside to match your kitchen. I'm going to do a little research on those to see how well they hold up. But yeah, I was like, oh, look at this.
1: Pots or pans? Were they saucepans?
0: No, they were like pots. Okay. Like bigger pots. I'm, I'm, they were a crimson and oh, just like spoke and I'm to me. i
1: literally thinking of you're a good man, Charlie Brown, when Lucy gets saucepans and she's upset. So I'm like, here's Camberly, You want saucepans. No, I said. actually don't. And you want the pots. The th- th- I'm
0: not much of a cook um but i mean i will i have to do it to survive but you know i don't enjoy it <laughs> so but if i had pretty pots maybe i would and these are just really beautiful no. <laughs> I'm about decorative and beautiful things so this really really excited me um they have like bedwares and stuff and then the thing that drew me in i was the one that originally wasn't going to go into the store
1: no you weren't but i i feel like it drew me in before it drew you in because i like sparkly
0: things no, I'm the one that you... it first. Yeah, okay. yeah. Because I was like, oh. so it basically is a Fabergé egg. It's not the real one. No. There's only, what, 47 left 42, in I thought. Yeah, out of like 57 or something. Let's just say they go for $8.9 million to private collectors. I don't have $8.9 million of anything except if I'm having a really good drink. And so these are basically little replicas. And they come in various prices. Um, You can see them online as well. And I got wooed in big time. (laughs) I was so excited. And so I got one of the smaller ones to match my um, living room. I have themes that I go with with my different rooms. And this one just matched perfectly. And it is just the tiniest little egg. And what's fun about these is you open them up and there's a surprise. With mine, it's a jewelry box. But it has enamel inside. You could put one little ring or tiny earrings in there and close it up. It is just absolutely beautiful. I will be putting a picture of it, because I'm so proud of it, on our Instagram and also our Facebook page, because I love it. I was going to get it. at hem and hawed, and I ended up getting it, because I was at Brighton Beach. And it was made in Russia. It was. Most of their stuff, I, actually, I'd say... I'm not gonna say all of it, but most of their stuff is actually made there and brought in. So it's you're getting these cute little eggs that you can get in Russia right here in New York City. And I have one and I'm staring at it right now. I kept <laughs> holding it. As soon as I brought it home I kept I was a little bit drunk, but I kept holding it for the but night. That's, that's, that's later on. That's later on that's in that's this episode. Yes, you yes. can't have an episode about Brighton Beach and Russia and Ukraine without talking about getting a and getting drunk. a little drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So it was, I love that store. I love that store. And you know, they, it was interesting because they, they obviously speak both, you know, Russian and, and English. And at first they were talking to me in Russian because everybody thinks I'm Russian. And then. They're like, oh, she has no clue what we're saying. The switch right into English, really good customer service, and yeah, they're on top of it. I loved it. I'm the one who really loved it, I think, once I went in there.
1: You, you did. I think they might have awakened the beast a little bit, because I feel like you might go back and get another egg.
0: I I want or more two. of those eggs. I already have a list of the ones that I want next. Or
1: three. Oh, my goodness. I, I, they're going to start, uh, <laughs>
0: like, multiplying in my little display case. <laughs> and and they are beautiful I will say that they are
1: beautiful I just I don't know that I need more stuff and I don't know that I'm a collectible egg kind of guy but I I think when we talked about the artistry and we were talking Mm -hmm. about Russian sense of culture I think that the the culture of Russia they're very proud of their culture and I feel like these eggs were kind of symbolic of that degree there were different kinds there were some religious themes Kimberly tended to shy away a little bit from those and that's her own personal um taste this one the one she got I actually thought was pretty as well it was neck and neck between two it was nice but I feel like it's interesting because there's a lot of it was I'm not going to say it's expensive but some of the people evaluated and said you know it's a lot of money for what it is because it is a small piece but I will say the craftsmanship of it the culture and what it represents but it's also very nice. It's shiny and, and pretty and it, it yeah. I think it makes people happy in general. So I I've, Yeah,
0: and they have great little gifts too. They say they're great corporate gifts. gifts and I agree with this. You can get one like I did that's more beautiful and just like just for decorative, they have some is it Orthodox? Are they um, Eastern Orthodox Eastern Orthodox and then they also had things for the Jewish community, you know, like menorahs and stuff made of almost the same exact thing on the other side. So they have it all. You're all covered. So, you know, go and get one. I did. It was totally worth it. I wasn't expecting to. And I'm like, I'm plopping down 30 some odd dollars. Woohoo! I think it was 40 Okay. Well, I didn't want to admit to that. But yeah. I see.
1: Well, <laughs> when they go to the website at S- www.stpgoods.com, and we are not being funded by them, actually, to be fair. We're not being
0: all. funded by nobody. So, no. Then after that, no, we were like, that. you know what?
1: But they, I'm sorry, but they oh. do have books. We didn't, no, they we did, did say it. The We but did. no, I actually saw their books. I actually looked at a few of their books in, in Russian. Oh, they so. also had
0: some romance ones, in case you're wondering, with the same gaudy covers that we have here in the U.S. It's fabulous to know that cheesy romance novel covers is all-encompassing to all around the world. <laughs> it was pretty cheesy.
1: <laughs> I just wanted
0: one, but I don't them read Russian.
1: So we left there. We, we, we got out of St. Petersburg Bookstore. So we went
0: with that tasty snack to the next one.
1: Well, actually it was a diversion because I was going to go literally across the street because I wanted a certain tasty treat. Mm-hmm. But we felt we'd go to Campbell's First and make our way back. Yeah. It, was all, it was all strategic, our, our plan, if that makes sense.
0: It was. So I was hankering for something yummy to snack on. You know, I'm like, oh boy, let's get something small. I remember that, something small. And so it was called, oh gosh. Brick Oven? Brick Oven, thank you. Brick Oven Bakery. This was on my list, heard great reviews. It's like a Georgian um, bakery. And so I was like, yeah. So they were like, and some of the reviews. And not that I like to read a lot of reviews. I like to make my own opinions, but you also don't want to get sick. So this is really good reviews. And it was like, okay, get the kachapuri. Like okay. So you go in very small shop. Um, Great
1: decorations.
0: Was I, I like the sign that oh. "Let no
1: stupid people be on this point"? Was that? That's
0: a... what it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They should have put that at the front of the door. But because um, it gets a little bit crazy. Let me let uh, me put a it this way. It gets crowded, and and you know people don't understand spacing and people are kind of don't want to wait in line too much so hold your ground a little bit some people are not wearing their masks right not that i'm judging
1: them but
0: But, you know it's 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 a little bit different out there so you know in that respect i mean the the people who are working there were and things that was fine it's just some of the people coming in there and they ain't having it so it got really crowded and um you know just know that Sometimes the customer service, it's not them. You know, the customers like to ask a lot of questions, things that took a little bit longer. It's fine. I'm not judging it. I was there. But, you know, if you're there for quick service, I think it's just that area in general. Just take a breath and calm down. Enjoy yourself. Enjoy yourself. So gave us time to kind of look around. And so I get up there, and I, I want a, a Kachapuri. I'm like, I want one of these. And then you realize you wanted one, too. But uh, not don't... there. Not there. Oh not no, no no no. What
1: I had actually done some research about a place closer to the other end of Brighton Beach Avenue to get a Kachapuri. But since we were oh, we there, did. that was on the list. We, we didn't compare lists beforehand and we didn't talk <laughs> about it. It was kind of an independent thing. We were kind of curious to see if there'd be any repeats. It, yes. So there was a repeat as far as Kachapuri goes, but there wasn't a repeat as far as which location to get it from, if that right. makes sense. Right.
0: So when in Brighton Beach, get a Kachapuri. And I actually do agree that that's the thing to do because, well, first it was a shock because... I didn't know what it was. I had no clue. It's basically a cheese bread. So I think American cheese bread, which is basically like a a fluffy piece of bread with some cheese on it, melted. I'm like, okay, cheese bread. How extraordinary is this going to be? So they bring me a pizza box. Not a big one. The small, like, personal pan pizza box. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like, okay, eight bucks. What? I thought it was going to be a slice or like a piece of bread. No. So I get it, I leave. <laughs> that thing was piping hot. And we decide, we're going to go to the beach. We're going to go to the beach because there's no place really to eat around where we were, around the tracks, and I don't want to hear the subway tracks going, duh, 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 you know, so we head to the beach.
1: Well, but you, uh, first of all, the Kachapurri was very fresh. It I will say it's fresh. probably one of their biggest sellers because it was, I probably saw in the amount of time that Camberley was in line, at least three go into like right out of the oven into their little trays, and people snap them up right away. So I yeah. feel like the kachapuri is one of the biggest sellers. I
0: didn't know what it that was
1: though. Kind of a, well, I wasn't sure what she was getting, or what, but I, I had a clue what was going to be happening. When I I saw them flying off the shelves and I saw basically Kimberly knowing what she wanted but she didn't know what it looked like, I'm like, yeah, that's probably what it is right there. I'm clueless. If it's selling that well, that's probably what she read a review on that they said was so good. First of all. Second of all, it kind of reminded me of, back, I don't even know that this still exists, but at one point they had Pizza... Hot pizzas had cheese crust, which was... It's kind of like that, but if you take away the topping... So, it's like there's no marinara sauce and there's no cheese on top. It's just the bread with the cheese in the middle is what it basically is reminiscent of to
0: me. One big stuffed crust pizza. Without, basically without, without any
1: toppings. Right. It's without just any the topics. crust. The top level is is bread. And the bread was good, but you gotta get to the inside. So, we, yeah. we got we got what Blue came for, and then we ended up on the beach.
0: So, we ended up on the beach, and I had no clue what it was. So, I opened up the box, and I was shocked at what I was looking at, because it basically was like a pita. I mean, it's not like pita bread, but it is kind of that look and that shape, but bigger. And I was like, what is this? What? So, then I was like, okay, okay. So, I'm like, I'll just eat a little bit of it, rip it open, because it was still hot, because the box kept it hot, and gooey, gooey mozzarella cheese just starts stretching. And I'm like, what? What is this madness? Take one bite, and I'm not a bread kind of gal. I'm, I'm actually not there.
1: even convinced it was mozzarella because apparently there's different recipes and they make making different cheeses. But I'm very, very, very well of I love I, mozzarella. Look, I'm not... Oh. It could dude. have been, it could... I, I don't know. The point is, there, there are multiple ways There are multiple depending ways, on who's making it. But
0: this it. was mozzarella. I know me some mozzarella. There may have been other stuff in it, but that was... Oh. Dude, that thing goes stretching, And I'm like, whoa, I take a bite. I don't even like bread much. But the, the the two together, that soft, beautiful bread with that beautiful cheese. I took one bite and I was like, what the hell? It's like my life, I understood. I understood at that point. You know, it's like this is what I've been missing. You know, some people look for true love. Some people look for all kinds of things, lots of money. Kachapori. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> Let me tell you. Then you took a bite, and you're like, "Oh, I'll have like a little bit of it," because he was gonna try it at the other place. No, 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 I was
1: intent. You, you said you couldn't eat it all. Oh, anyway. I you told me eat to it get it in there. No, so, no, yeah, but I did you know,
0: originally you were just like gonna have a couple bites, and then you like went hogtown on it.
1: And I do that with everything, though.
0: No, but you really went for this. Because the okay. next thing I know, there was money being shoved in the house. That's my purse. true. I did I
1: did pay her for half of it because we are not being funded by Brick Oven. But maybe we should be because I'm, they have awakened the beast. I'm. I'm just saying that was so good. And what's interesting is I thought, oh, it's a lot of cheese, a lot of bread. Yeah. It might fill me up. It actually didn't fill me up. I was, I was nervous that, oh, am I going be able to eat more? Because there were a number of things on our list that were food related because as we said about COVID, things are limited a little yeah. bit. It's not like we could go to, there's a net cost grocery and around that there's a Grand Palace Theater where they do shows. There's other forms of entertainment that they have at Brighton Beach, but yeah. not necessarily so much in these times. That being said, I thought that, because we had so much food stuff on our list, I thought if I eat this, I'm not going to have any room for anything else. Oh no, there was room. But yeah. but I'm also, they've awakened the beast. Basically, it has gotten to the point that since we t- went to Brighton Beach and got this kachapuri at Brick Oven, I have gotten more kachapuri. And now I have actually searched in Google on my phone, kachapuri near me. Yeah. I am now. There you go. I'm not going to say addicted, but I am just gonna say if I if I've been to Brighton Beach a number of times the beach itself yes I enjoy it whether you're a beach person or not it's nice to see the ocean it's nice to see the waves it's a little less crowded than Coney Island but so I've been there because I I do tend to like the beach and I do tend to like a beach that's less crowded than Coney Island but when I go to Brighton Beach now I'm gonna think oh I like my beach But I might want some kachapuri, too. And I might might even skip the beach and just get the kachapuri. Yeah,
0: it's really good. It's just very light. So when you see it, you're going to be surprised. But it's actually very light. It wasn't heavy. I I don't like heavy things um, for food. And it's just actually quite light. Um, So we were like, yeah. So we decided we weren't going to go to yours. So we'll, we'll probably try it again. We're going to try it again somewhere else. We may try all the places to try the Kachapuri. It's like Pokemon. we got to try them on. Or try them all. So then we, um, you wanted to grab like dessert.
1: I didn't want to grab dessert. I had a specific place I had done research on that I wanted to go to. Because apparently they say it's one of the best places to go for baklava. So I wanted to go down to the Brighton. And I don't know that I'm pronouncing this correctly. But I believe it's Uoglu. Baklava Cafe. It's spelled G-U-L-L-U-O-G-L-U. Guloglu Baklava Cafe. And that they have outposts in a number of places, but all of their baklava is imported from a factory in Istanbul. They seal it in order to guarantee their freshness and they want they have a trademark quality that they want to adhere to. Apparently they do have a baker trained in the guloglu tradition at the Istanbul factory, and then that person can also prepare products fresh each day. So I had made it a point that, oh, I want to go there, try their baklava, because ever since we went to Turkey, much like the Kachapuri beast had been awakened recently, back in Turkey, the baklava beast have been uh, awakened So we're I wanted always to always
0: like baklava. Bakla. Ah, uh,
1: not before Turkey.
0: Really, I thought You did for me. I'm, I've never been a huge fan of it. Yeah. Right.
1: So I got some and I yeah. tasted it. And Kimberly, do you want to? Uh, you know, what you well, thought? what I will
0: say is that it was um it was kind of weird because we went in and there was people inside and we were like, what? And we realized because they're letting twenty five percent. of People in indoor it. dining is indoor a turn, it and
1: it was kind of a culture time. shock for What'll us. It'll be
0: interesting. This will be a time capsule in about five years. But um, so I was like, Whoa, What are you doing in here? And then I went, Okay. But the people were really nice. The customer service was really good. They knew the baklava. They can walk you through the different types, what you're interested in. Really helpful. Um, really nice people. And they had
1: fancy little bags. They did. Like They're I really felt fancy. I was at like Tiffany's or something. Yeah,
0: it was just really done nicely. And the thing is, too, if you just want somewhere to stop and grab tea a coffee, a sandwich, salads. They have all that. The baklava is the, you know, one of the draws, but it's a cafe basically. They had salads? Yeah.
1: I didn't even know that. They notice have like
0: that. potato salads and stuff that you can buy. I at. was very
1: focused on the baklava. I I'm, yeah. I have tunnel vision going
0: on. Yeah, so he he got three different kinds and um, I've just I'm going to be honest with you, I'm not a big fan of baklava, so it was I only had a little piece cuz it's not it would have been wasted on me. Um
1: And I had them all. I I guess my uh, impression was I feel as though I don't know that if I weren't in Brighton Beach I would seek this place out and say oh mm-hmm. I have to go there now they do also I believe have an outpost in New Jersey and Queens if I remember correctly but I don't know that their baklava was head and shoulders better than any other baklava I've ever had mm-hmm. uh, in New York City so it was good I liked it and I'm not saying I'm the biggest I have the most discerning taste when it comes to baklava I've had it I like it, but I don't know that I'm like, oh, the flavor profile on this is so much better than the flavor profile of that. I'm just saying I don't know that I would get on a train and go all the way out to Brighton Beach for the baklava at Guloglu Baklava Cafe.
0: So then, you know, we decided to venture forth because we're like, we should have dinner. And originally I had chosen another place. We did not end up, we, we went past it, but okay. We, with this series, we may end up doing like part two if we want to go back to a neighborhood and try different things. But with this, we were kind of like, okay, I wanted to try this restaurant. But then we both started talking and we're like, wait a minute, we're in Brighton Beach. And when you're in Brighton Beach, there is one restaurant that just screams Brighton. It's kind of iconic to Brighton Beach. And a lot of people who know Brighton Beach will go, of course, Tatiana's. Oh,
1: yes. <laughs> Tatiana's. It's, it's Tatiana. <laughs> actually, if we go off like iconic things like Law and Order SVU, Tatiana's was actually, when they went to Boom Boom, Tatiana's was one of the settings on Everything's Law and Order SVU. Been a
0: setting except for my apartment.
1: Nah, but when <laughs> they went to Brighton Beach, Benson and Stabler were. They went to Tatiana's. Oh, or maybe I it Munch. I, I, my point is they went to Tatiana's. So when, when they needed something that was iconic. For Beach, my Order
0: has been everywhere. <laughs> but yes, they went to Tatiana's. They didn't freezer. go to
1: Brick Oven. <laughs> they didn't because go to Glow. When food. you
0: go, think of food in Brighton Beach, you think Tatiana's. Why? Because it is on the boardwalk. They actually have a Tatiana's Grill now. Grill, yes. They're and they, expanding. And they have
1: one in Miami, I think, they're opening up. What? Yes.
0: Ins- it's not the same
1: it doesn't matter it has to if be
0: Brighton said. Beach but they are taking over the boardwalk and you can't miss them
1: taking it, they have taken they over have it's taken done
0: over. so when you're in the boardwalk you're gonna see it there's just no way it's like Tatiana's and it's there and I was like we were just originally gonna walk past it but then it's like you know, you just, you gotta do it when you're in Brighton. And you'd been there before. I had, I, I had. My
1: friend, who is not, she's American, but she lives in Switzerland now, she had wanted to explore Brighton Beach and all the culture that was. And she had felt like it was a little bit of Europe here in the United States. And I don't disagree no. with her. So we, we had a bottle of wine and shared it and watched the foot traffic, enjoyed the beach, and, yeah. like the view of the beach from Tatiana's seating area. They Normally they do have outdoor and indoor, mm-hmm. but I do see the value of being outdoor because then you can look at the beach and enjoy that.
0: Yeah, of course during the winter you, you'd freeze your little boop boo off, but um, yeah, during the summer, even then when we were there it was getting a little bit chilly, but it was still outdoor and it was just beautiful. And... It can get really crowded especially during the summer and things um, Some people say it is a little bit overpriced for what it is You um, will get to that a little bit towards the end of this, but you know just be prepared it because of its Tatiana's some people may think it's a little bit overpriced and um, but I had never been there. I didn't know what to expect. So I had
1: heard the thing about overpriced. I had read a review that said, "Look, you're not here for the food, but the food is good. That, because yeah. you get what you're paying for. You're paying for the real estate. You're paying for the view. Of course, you're, there are shows sometimes, not I missing wish we COVID could have times, seen those shows. but there are shows. I I've been see told. That but <laughs> that being said. I don't know that I felt it was so crazily overpriced with the portion size you got and how filling it was. Uh,
0: we we differ I mean, a little bit because I was looking at a salmon. It was $28. Now, now here's where I'm coming from. Like, if it's Manhattan, you can get away with that a little bit more. When you're in the middle of southern Brooklyn... Uh, you're on that, the boardwalk. I get that, but it's a little bit steep. That's, even Park Slope doesn't charge those kind of prices. It, it's a little bit... I mean, some places I'm sure do. I just feel like it was a little bit overpriced with certain things. Like the soup was $8 usually when I get a bowl of I soup. I thought it was eight
1: ninety five. actually. Yeah, It could have been. I'm not sure.
0: Usually it's going to be like 3 $4. And I get that in Manhattan.
1: Uh, well, that being said... Well, okay. So when you're in... Little Odessa, mm-hmm. or when you're in a Russian neighborhood, it might yeah. behoove you to live a little bit like the locals they might. Don't
0: get a cheeseburger and fries, okay? I don't, don't even go know to, that they had, they had, had it. it had yeah, it it, it's on there. The, oh, the, oh my gosh. That. I saw that, and I was like, how dare you? Don't I, you dare uh, get that burger and fries. You you better order some Russian food. Are
1: we sure? Well, are we sure it was the American burger? Because now I'm thinking back to St. Petersburg bookstore. Was it a burger made with caviar?
0: Not for 10 bucks, no.
1: Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> I didn't say what quality <laughs> of caviar. That being said, I knew as soon as we went to Tatiana's, I was getting borscht. I knew it. I'd never had borscht. I'm like, let me give it a whirl. So that being said, was it overly priced. I didn't feel so because it was a big bowl and it was filling. Like, so I tend to look at, am I full? isn't enough to fill me up. Yeah. They also had uh, kachapuri. I noticed another table getting that. Yeah. But my borscht was good. I had never had it before. Kimberly also had borscht. Yes.
0: Yeah, so we both decided to get borscht. I didn't know what I was going to get, but I'm like, I kind of knew because I'm like, you know what? I've never had it before. Now, I didn't realize it came in two types. It may even come in more, kind of like kimchi. Everybody just thinks there's one kind. There's several kinds. So you end up getting the beet.
1: I had, well, I had red borscht. The red I had, you borscht could just beet-based. You could have it hot or cold, and I had it hot.
0: That's right. And then I went with the green borscht, which was spinach-based, because I'm not a really big beet person. And so we were like, okay, let's do this. And I don't even think
1: I tasted yours. You didn't? I don't think so. Oh, no,
0: I didn't taste yours either. No what the hell's wrong with us? Yeah, there, there you go. Well, I, it doesn't matter. I
1: like mine. I was fine with it.
0: I loved mine. I thought it was really, really tasty, and it had, like, potatoes in it, and it was yummy. I
1: don't regret doing the red one. I, I'm fine with that.
0: You like I, spinach?
1: It's not that I don't like spinach. Well, I mean, if mm-hmm. I had to choose between a vegetable, I tend to eat, I have beets right now, I have easy access to them. I don't have easy access right now to spinach.
0: So. Okay. So, I mean, for me, it, it was really good. I also ended up getting the cherry Vareniki, I think it was called. And it... Okay, this is what's strange about it. It's basically like a little pierogi that's put in... Or a dumpling. Or, or yeah, or a wonton. That kind of casing on a wonton. It's like that. And inside it is a cherry that's been cooked and it's interesting because from an American point of view, I looked at it like more of a dessert. They don't add sugar, but cherries, especially when they're, um, cooked down are sweeter, you know? Um, so it kind of, it came out hot and it was just kind of interesting because it's something that I would have viewed as a dessert more. Um, but this was actually an appetizer. So, um, I actually really liked it, but again, it was just deserty for me. I don't know how you felt about it. I did try that.
1: I tried it. My big issue with it was probably the texture. I tend to like, uh, yeah, I understand the cherries and appetizers are a little bit uh, jarring, Mm -hmm. but what I really, I guess what threw me more was the the similarity of textures. I basically felt it was a soft outside, soft inside. I tend to want something contrasting, and there was no contrast. That's why I thought of dumplings, because I thought of potstickers or Chinese dumplings Mm -hmm. where they fry them, and then sometimes you'll have the soft meat in the middle or the vegetables if they have a vegetarian one. Yeah. And then they'll have a a hard casing on the outside the contrast and texture and that's what threw me more than anything as far as flavoring goes I wanted a contrast and texture
0: oh okay fair enough I, I really liked it I would order it again but I would do it as a dessert I'm, because my American self just saw it more as dessert-like than appetizer and it was kind of strange to be eating that with but it the was borscht. a big portion
1: but it was a big oh, portion yeah. size it
0: was, it was a good size you yeah. did not
1: finish it I probably ended up having like seven of them because you no, had, I
0: mean, yeah, yeah yeah I was because I was, yeah the borscht really it's weird because I didn't expect a soup like borscht to fill me up and it actually was quite hearty but then i realized the history of it it's probably quite thick um because it has to fill you up especially if you don't have as much money it makes sense that it would be filling i just it it looks really innocent but damn that filled me up but yeah you're leaving out the liquor i know that's what i was getting to was the moment we've all been waiting for when you're in Tatiana's a Russian restaurant you have to have something to drink and you can't just have anything you have to have something with vodka <laughs> Russian not 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 any lame ass vodka Russian vodka which in itself is is an experience that I recommend to everyone just make sure you're not driving <laughs> Let's just start
1: there. So I had a shot, because I had read somewhere that the Russians don't like to use mixers, that they, they want it, you know, straight. They want mm-hmm. it clean. And so I ordered what I felt, you know, let's go with, oh, I don't know, let's do Russian standard. And I looked it up. It's now, you could probably get it for $20 a bottle, which I'm no. not saying it's the most expensive. It doesn't need to be. You can have quality things for not necessarily high prices. Sure. Um, but yeah, it was, it, was, it was vodka. I'm not necessarily the biggest vodka fan, but oh, I felt it. Yeah. I yeah. love
0: vodka. Like vodka well, and... And I are pretty. We're pretty close. I love I love liquor in general. Rum, I'm a little bit uh, with, but I am a huge fan of vodka. I, I always go back to vodka. We're she, pretty tight. She has
1: all vodka's greatest hits. <laughs> I do. That being Twice. said, when <laughs> so. she was ordering, she was a little confused because it said cola vodka, and there was a little bit of a discussion about. Oh, so is it like? cola flavored vodka because they're doing really yeah, funky they do. things with vodka these
0: do. days they always do yeah. so she asked
1: the waitress and and do you remember and you know, she's like
0: works. it's basically cola and vodka mixed together you know because i know they do infusion flavors like if you go to like the Russian tea room or not the Russian tea room but there's a bar in manhattan that i've been to and you know peach flavored vodka oh no this was basically coke and vodka which to me was just like what
1: what's the point
0: that's just not what i'm about that kind of shocked me a little bit because i don't see vodka it's not like uh, like certain things you can mix with cola but never vodka no, no people have done
1: it really i know people have done it that's yes. something
0: i, I would have done in high school because it's the only mixer i it's had just i once uh, mixed vodka with kool-aid i didn't that's say, what I'm gonna say
1: i didn't say it's advisable <laughs> i just said i've known people who have done it
0: hey great kool-aid and vodka yeah, I was like 18. What are you going to do? So I was like, okay, I'm not going to do that. And I want something mixed. So I was like, you know what? I'm in Russia. A little like Odessa. little, little Odessa. Russia. And so I'm going to get a black Russian and be a total smartass. You know, why not? So she's like, sure. She goes, brings it back. I'm like, all right. Mix it around a little bit. Mix that Kahlua in there. Took one drink. And <laughs> it felt like getting kicked in the face just a roundhouse kick to the face you know it wasn't the smoothest vodka that i've had um at all it it it, it bit me but do you know what
1: kind of vodka they gave you
0: i think i think they usually go with the russian standard i think think they gave
1: you the same i
0: think that's pretty much what they go for and I'm fine with that. I want to try new things. Probably. That's actually
1: a brand, not to say the Russian standard. No, 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 no. There's a brand apparently called yeah, Russian standard.
0: That that probably is what it was. Maybe I'm wrong, but it was um Russian, like vodka. And well, it was also a heavy pour. Let's just say the Kahlua was kind of an afterthought. So I basically had one big glass full of vodka. And I you know, I I, I was I was shocked by that. <laughs> It was. It was.
1: Um, I was shocked that she didn't finish her drink.
0: Yeah, that's what you should be shocked by. Anyone who knows me, and I know people who know a few of my friends listen to this podcast. You guys know me, okay. And for those who don't, I never leave leave a glass behind. Okay, you drink it, and I just could not do it. I was almost at the end, and I was like, I can't do this. I cannot, and so I had to leave it. That's like one of the first times I've ever had to leave a drink. And then she
1: ended up taking a nap later.
0: I did, but not before we walked on the boardwalk. But we, after you know, dinner, we decided we needed to walk a little and watch the sun finally set around Tatiana's, and walk near the beach a little bit. But let me tell you, I would say with Tatiana, Tatianas, that I would go back. I. First off, if you like a, a decent pour and you want to <laughs> get drunk fast, don't drive. Go to Tatiana. And that's they why like I say they're right. not
1: cheap. They, they, you get a decent amount of liquor for your
0: money uh, and a decent
1: amount of food. We were we were full. And we did not go crazy on this No, you're right.
0: I just feel it was a little bit overpriced, my opinion. I do think it's a little bit overpriced. But that being said, would I go back? Absolutely. I think I mean, it also
1: depends on what you order. Of course. You didn't order the sat- was it salmon. You said I 28 I wanted bucks?
0: to so badly, though. 28 bucks. I was like, nope, not it. But yet.
1: you didn't need to. Because what you ate, the two things you ate, not the drink, but the two things you yeah. ate probably didn't equal 28 bucks, And you were full off them.
0: No, that's true. That's true. And I would definitely go back. Honestly, what I would do is probably get the borscht again, but get another side and maybe switch it up a little bit. Because I really like the borscht. But I was really surprised I did. I never thought I would really like it. You know, they give you sour cream with everything, just so you know. That's pretty standard. I didn't care for it in the soup. I know you put it in there. I put I it in, it. but I,
1: act, eh, I didn't say I liked it. Oh, nice. I just put it in because I thought it would be a nice contrast. I've had a chicken tortilla soup with sour cream, and I mm-hmm. like the contrast of that because it uh, me- makes the spiciness less abrasive. This wasn't spicy, so it didn't need it, and I actually stopped putting it in after. Yeah, I, I, I just wanted to try it just to see, oh, is it good, better with or without? To me, I actually liked it without me because uh, I felt like I got... The, the seasoning of the borscht was actually well done and I felt like I wanted to taste the individual vegetables yeah. which I felt were fresh and, and that's why I didn't mind paying what I did pay because it was filling and because I felt it was well done.
0: So. Yeah. So, I mean, look, it may be a crime to a lot of people who are Russian background and going, put that damn sour cream in there. But for me, I actually liked it without it. Um, but in the end, it was a really delicious filling dinner and I would go back. I would absolutely go back to Tatiana's. I want to see a damn show so badly. I want it, but it's going to be a while but I would go back. And here's the thing. You know, like I said, afterwards, walk on the beach. Walk it off. We did walk on the boardwalk. It was absolutely beautiful. Or lay chilly. on the beach. Oh, it was getting kind of chilly at that point. But, you know. At a different time of year. Yeah. So, it, it's, to me, you know, I would go back to pretty much everything that we did on that day. I was really impressed with everything. And what got me about it was, because I would always get like a Starbucks, go to the beach. Done. How boring is that? What I liked about this was originally I thought it was going to be a quick day. I thought I'd be there for an hour or two and then out. Research done. And we ended up spending what? Like four or five hours? It was
1: probably five hours. Yeah, about
0: five hours there. And we didn't expect that. And it kind of made me realize why I wanted to do this project. It really opened my eyes to it. And if, if you just never pay attention where you're going. You just, here's where I want to go. This is it done and you don't really explore you miss out on a lot of things I never would have known I like borscht I never would have like known about kachapori. I never would have known I never would have gotten a beautiful egg that I'm staring at right now all these things and that's what I'm saying you have a chance to like explore anywhere around you and and learn different things or whatever and that's what I liked about this day trip also what was interesting about it is it's very much old school well what makes New York unique and what that is in a lot of ways is that People from different countries will migrate to certain areas. And so you get a feel of that. For me, I felt like I kind of traveled outside of New York City for a second and experienced a different culture. It was just amazing in that way to me and something that I really appreciated. I didn't think I would enjoy Brighton Beach as much as I did, but I absolutely adored it. I loved it. Uh,
1: I, think, I think a lot of times we take for granted what is there because we get stuck in our own routines yes. and we do our normal routes and we don't stop and appreciate the things outside of our comfort zones. Yeah. So, oh yeah, Kachapuri, I agree wholeheartedly. I, I've, <laughs> I've had brick ovens and I've yeah. had another one since. So And I'll probably have a third one. Meaning, yeah. my, I, I appreciate what Brighton Beach had to offer and they yeah. uh, basically yeah. unleashed the beast. But not only that, it's, it's made me willing to explore all the wonderful things that are within our grasp, but oftentimes we get so focused. Or tunnel visions. I said, because yeah. I was very focused at Gluoglu uh, Baklava Cafe. I was very focused on actually getting the baklava, that I didn't even notice the salad. That's kind of a, an analogy yeah. for Brighton Beach as a whole. Oftentimes when you go there, people are, have tunnel vision as to what they're going for. And, and the hidden gems there, or the yeah. things that are of value, oftentimes get... Ignored or lost in the tunnel by the tunnel vision because exactly. you're with tunnel vision, you don't exactly. see the things you beauty.
0: Exactly, you don't see it when you're used to going there, and I think that's really easy for all of us to do. I think even in New York City, you know, we're like, oh, well, i used live? to this. Yeah, exactly, Wherever you live, exactly. I've, I've
1: lived in many places where I, I don't do cultural things enough. Uh, had I not gone on this excursion to Brighton Beach, I would have never seen that no stupid people pass this point sign. <laughs> I know. <Okay. laughs> I'm just I don't saying. know if
0: that's... Cult. Well, yeah, there's stupid people in every culture.
1: They Well, they didn't <laughs> specify what culture. They, they just, just said stupid everywhere. people can't come back.
0: That's everywhere. But this was just a delight. So this is a series that I am, like, really excited about now. After this, I am ready. I'm actually ready to go back to Brighton Beach. I'm ready to try different places. And so this is something that we're going to continue to do. It's going to be a little bit limited at first because, you know, things are starting to close in certain areas again. But... We really hope to be able to hit up a lot of different neighborhoods and try different things. So this was like a big win for me. This was a huge hit for me. I'm so damn excited. I'm still excited. <laughs> I pick up my egg right now.
1: And she is. she literally is. <laughs> Live your life as an explanation, not an explanation.